1: this is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group, where every week we are helping you take your next wise step in your financial life. My name is Mike Bernard. I am your host and one of the certified financial planners on the show. Next to me, certified financial planner, Josh Gregory. Next to him, certified financial planner, Kevin Corhorn.
0: I am certified. And so here's, here's the deal. Reaching your retirement goal requires years and years and years of preparation and the right habits, character, and skill. It also requires that you make crucial decisions along the way and in retirement. So, if you, And that's if you want to retire only once. So we're going to share the most important financial decisions that will impact your retirement and your retirement plan in this upcoming hour. Each and every show of the Wise Money Show, it's your show. We want to talk about what you're
1: thinking about, what you're going through in your financial life. That's why this show exists. You can reach out to us. Tell us what's on your mind three different ways. Give us a call or send us a text. 574-222-2000. That's 574 222 Two thousand. You can also find us online, wisemoneyradio.com. You can submit a question right there on the right. You can also catch up on previous episodes, hit the blog while you're there as well. Social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can like us and follow us on each. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Catch it right there as well. You can also leave messages, leave questions, all of that. We're here to serve you. Oh, it was probably 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago now an individual came into my office was planning to retire in June and we analyzed things up and down just on a spreadsheet that he brought in as an engineer and really likable guy I'm really detailed you guys know I'm the nerd of the show and so really liked it but he came in with these spreadsheets didn't have a plan built out but he came in and analyzed it up to down and said he was going to retire and just a, a couple of months and we looked at it and he wasn't quite old enough to pull money out of his retirement accounts without paying a penalty. And so for that, even though all the spreadsheets that he made showed you can retire without building a plan, we said, well, you need a plan, we need to work through this, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't retire. He did. He did anyway, and we still served him because even though, I mean, this is, if you're meeting with a certified financial planner, it's your plan. They're there to help you along the way, provide confidence, clarity, and creativity, but it's your plan. So he chose to retire, and like Kevin mentioned, um, he actually is going to have to retire twice now. Sadly, Mm -hmm. the toll, the tax toll, the penalties toll took a toll on his plan. It just didn't project out. So as we talk about the most important financial decisions that you need to make, we're today focusing on in the area of retirement planning. The very first one is made up in that story. Should you
2: choose to retire without going through the formal process of building a plan. You know, that is probably the number one principle that I try to hammer home in the retirement class that I teach at Bethel. Um, Those of you that don't know, uh, two or three times a year, we offer a class in the community for people between age 55, and 65 actually actually 50 and 65. Yeah. So so folks who are starting to get uh, squared away for retirement, they're thinking about making that big transition. And I mean we we, we put probably 9 hours worth of content into a 6-hour class over the course of a couple of weeks, right? I mean, we're we're hustling. We're covering everything that you can imagine. And I think a lot of people come into that class hoping to come away thinking good, now I'm ready to retire. My hope is for them to always walk away thinking, good, now I'm ready to start planning for my retirement. Mm -hmm. And those are my favorite success stories. Mm -hmm. When when someone, I, I remember the very first class that we taught Uh, Someone said, hey, I'm getting ready to retire at 63. He was 62. He had it all dialed in, may have even been starting the countdown Mm -hmm. on hours to retirement. (laughs) He had the app. That's right. Uh, But he came away from that class realizing, you know what? Actually, I haven't put all the right things in place yet. I'm going to need a little bit more time. And he wasn't feeling bad about that decision. He was realizing, oh, boy, maybe I've avoided a mistake Mm -hmm. just because he educated himself to a point of being ready to start planning. And I remember the thankfulness that his wife was showing, too, because I think she intuitively knew it wasn't quite there. And for him to put the pause button, based on the new knowledge that he had, was huge. Th- that class that Josh teaches, it's not, it's, not
1: a, it's, not a, it's not a sales class on you need planning. No, it's, an, it's, in a, re- it's a retirement workshop. It's a retirement equipping course. Mm-hmm. And And because you guys know, because of the Wise Money Show and other examples, we want to educate, we want to equip you to make the best decisions. And this one in particular, when to retire, it's probably the biggest financial decision you'll make in your life with the
2: most at stake you need a plan. You need a formal plan. Well, and absent the plan, how, how would you make your decisions? You're probably relying upon something a buddy at work told you, or you think back and say, well, if it worked this well for mom and dad 25 years ago, then I'll just do that, or I read this on an article. And the truth is, if, if you're trying to follow some sort of crowd or a consensus, the, the, the risk is that the, the plan that they use that may or may not be working in their life, right. is it really going to fit you? Y- yeah, you don't know. You, based on appearance, you don't know.
0: And you don't know. And so here's what I want to tell you. Knowing is the enemy of learning. So if you know, then it's not going to be very fun. I I had an Army reunion and got together with some of my buddies, and one of my better friends has served honorably uh, as a police officer, and he has the the countdown clock. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me about his plan, and as I was listening, I asked him just a a couple of simple questions that he gave me the wrong answer to. But he was very confident in his wrong answer, and he, and he, he wasn't open or looking for an answer. And so um, it's hard to help folks that aren't looking for an answer. But it, it reminds me of when we were skiing as a family. And we skied with an instructor, and I thought, and this, we were out west, and being a flatlander, I thought, well, we kind of know how to ski. Well, these instructors were telling us all of this stuff that I didn't even know existed. It's just snow. You put your you point your feet <laughs> right. in one direction,
1: you go down, and go, gravity right, takes you. Right. It, <laughs> it, what, it, what's, what's so what's complicated? What's so
0: hard about that, right? And it's like retirement. What's so hard about retirement? But that's why you want to educate yourself, and like Josh said, you know, He's, he's got a uh, his, that class is a 10 pound sausage stuffed in a 6 pound suit you know <laughs> think Charlie Weiss and so oh as you, as that's you, terrible <laughs> uh, so you want to get Educated, and you want to say, what is it that I should know? What are the key components of a retirement plan? And how do I make sure that my money lives as long as I do? Because I, the, the, the story, hey, it worked for my folks, and I'm doing it kind of like my folks, that story resonates. This is what I can almost assure you. One hundred percent. You likely don't know the rest of the story with your folks, yeah, whether or your, your friends or your colleague. Whether your folks got an inheritance at a key point, whether they, whether there was a, something that they were able to sell at a at a different <laughs> point, but something likely happened to make that work for them. But you never knew about it. Let me reset here.
1: You can do it. You you can do it. We okay. help people retire every day. And it is actually one of the most satisfying parts of at least my job that I just love doing that. When someone gets to that point and you and they have the clarity and confidence. So you can do it. And and but the point is it takes a lot of the right habits, hard work, and careful planning. Here's what's not a retirement plan. An online calculator. Here's what's not a retirement plan. Your 401k statement, where on the right-hand side, it says, you've got enough income to retire, or you don't have enough income. Here's what's not a retirement plan. Sitting down with someone at a local bank, looking at just part of your financial life, and they say, you should do this. Or another financial advisor where they're not looking at the full picture, they haven't analyzed everything, and they tell you one thing or another. And I'm going to go, before we tell you what is a retirement plan, I'm going to go one step further. A retirement plan is not a printout of a booklet. It's not. It might seem like it because that word plan is confusing and deceptive. It's not a printout of a retirement booklet. So what is it? We've got that and more coming up here oh, on okay. Wise Money that to me. with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with
1: Corhorn Financial Group. When should you draw Social Security? What does wisdom say? Take it as soon as you possibly can. Take it as late as you possibly can or is there a better answer we've got that huge decision in the context for all of that coming up here this is wise money with Corhorn Financial Group my name is Mike Bernard across from me Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory in the KFG studios thanks for being with us also thank you to the attorneys at Ledoux Kern and Keene as well as First State Bank for making the wise money show possible we're talking about retirement planning the big decisions you have to make in your retirement life and this brings a lot of questions. This is often the biggest financial decision you'll make, the biggest financial goal. Reach out to us, give us a call, send us a text, 574-222-2000. That's 574-222-2000. If you have questions, if you need help, we're here to help you reach out to us that way. You can also find us wisemoneyradio.com. Submit a question right there on the right. Check out the blog, all of that, if you have a question or if you need help. Lastly, The YouTube channel is up and running. Go there, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the page at Wise Money Radio on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter, by the way. All right. First decision you need to make when it comes to retirement is, are you going to go it alone or are you going to have a plan? And that just seems logical. However, the majority of people, I would say, don't do a plan. And there's a big segment out there that think they do a plan, but they don't. Let's talk about what a plan is. Josh, there's five factors that you need to analyze and get all the details on in your financial life in order to make
2: the retirement plan
1: and see if you're on track.
2: Yeah, I mean these five factors are really the way that we try to help our clients organize a vision for what their retirement can look like. And I, I remember a client who came in about a year ago and I asked for their vision of retirement. What what's, what do you want life to look like when you're done working and you walk away from a paycheck? And immediately, uh, the, the wife in, in this relationship, uh, she piped up and said, I know exactly what retirement looks like for me. It's a house with a palm tree. Awesome. And, you know, the imagery of that, I, I loved, and I, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Having just spent a little bit of time in Florida earlier uh, this year, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I, that's my plan now. Yep. I, I'm now working on uh, convincing Andrea that we, we need a house with a palm tree and an orange tree, actually. Mm, nice. But In heaven's waiting room. There you go. <laughs> that's what they it. call it. That's good. So th- th- the point, though, is how do you uh, have a plan? And that helps you sustainably fund that life that you've envisioned for the later years of, of your life, your, the retirement phase of, of life. A lot of this is a function of, well, what age are you going to retire? How much will you be spending in retirement to be able to live the lifestyle that, that you're hoping for? Uh, What are your sources of income going to be? How much are you going to need to save between now and then? And then how do you structure your investments to facilitate all that so you have the income sources rolling in, again, to make sure that you have confidence the money's not going to run out before the end of your days? And then within that context, those might sound like, oh,
1: simple. Yeah, I've, I've got all that. No, but when you mix it together, it's complicated. And... And you can't get clarity until you mix it all together and then talk about the trade-offs, the what-ifs, the if you live longer, if inflation's higher, if health insurance costs more. You've gotta talk about all of those things to then figure out if you're on track or not. So I mentioned in the last segment, segment, it's not a retirement plan. It's not something you can just print off online. It's really a retirement process. It's a a discussion that's ongoing. A plan sounds like an event. A plan sounds like a booklet that'll just give you the answers. No, it's a context for making this decision. It is a process of evaluating those ever-changing variables and see how they play against each other.
2: That's right. The phrase retirement plan should sound like a verb to you, not a noun. That's right. That's
1: right. And your certified financial planner should be doing this with you. If they just give you a booklet and say, the result was X, that's not a financial plan, okay? Mm -hmm. Doing something online that just spits out a result, there's not dialogue and trade-offs, that's not a financial plan. Reach out, talk to your certified financial planner. If you don't have one, reach out to us, we'd love to help you. One of the biggest financial decisions you make embedded in that retirement decision is what in the world do you do with Social Security? The vast majority of people draw Social Security as soon as they possibly can. Now, for most people, that's 62, but I frame that as, well, as soon as you retire, the very next month, you draw Social Security. That's your choice, though. That's your choice. Most people, that's just an automatic. You have a choice as to when to take it. How do we help you make
0: that choice? Well, that choice has become much simpler over time. Uh, There used to be some pretty neat planning techniques that you could use and those were taken away uh, One Friday morning in November at about 4 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. by those folks We've sent to Washington DC to represent us so those Amazing cool planning techniques are gone histo archives out of here gonzo so what do we do now for most folks Especially planning. This is, to me, the most interesting thing is when I sit down, I read all uh, all of the medical literature that says you're going to live longer. Technology will solve problems, and it will help you live longer. It will solve heart disease. It will solve diabetes. It will solve all of these other things, and you're going to live longer. So, I, so when then when you talk to a client, you say, hey, you're going to live longer, and they say, well, actually, I'm not. So you say, well, do you, do you, do you want to plan for a shortened life? And if you make it that far, uh, now you've got some tough choices. Uh, or do you want to plan for a longer life? And so we will always, the most conservative thing to do is to plan for a longer life. So if I'm planning for a longer life, unless there's something your doctor knows and you know that says you're not going to have a longer life, you should plan to maximize your social benefits. So when you look at Social Security, and we just had this conversation this week, Joshua, about survivor benefits from Social Security, really what you likely want to do is work until you're 70. When I started in my career uh, 25 years ago, I thought, well, I will have been retired for a number of years by 62. I'll draw it at 62, and we're off to the races. And as an older man, I say, no, I'll probably work until I'm 70, and I'll probably start drawing Social Security when I'm 70. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's another choice. What
2: what's this file
0: for? The the old man had a big birthday this past <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: can't let that slip by. I think we should sing to him. Actually, That's right. Yeah, but then we'd lose all of our listeners uh, and, on and, YouTube. Yeah, there, there you go. go. No. Well, happy birthday, Kevin, and look forward to working with you for
1: the next twenty years. So, at least at at least there you go. So, this uh, so I wrote a blog post oh a couple years ago now about the story of Oedipus. And Social Security. You guys remember Oedipus? Yes. Awful story. Yeah, it is. It's awful. Mm-hmm. So he heard this prophecy. Kind of gross. Yes, very gross. <laughs> A little bit. Totally. Uh, I heard this prophecy, and he was so spooked by this prophecy, that said, I will not let that happen. And he runs from home and actually runs headlong into fulfilling the prophecy, which is really nasty, and we're not going to say it here. But I bring that up in the context of social security, because oftentimes, you you may have heard Kevin and said, well, I usually don't agree with Kevin, (laughs) but he actually made some sense there. But then, your emotions might get the best of you. And you might think, I've paid into this system from every paycheck I've ever made, it's time to get paid. It's time to turn on social security. And guess what? you run headlong into what you're trying to avoid because you saying it's time to get paid means I've got to get mine before I pass away or before they change the rules or before whatever. I've got to make sure that I get something. And you end up getting, if you take the quickest way to get Social Security. You end up taking the lowest amount that you
2: could get from Social Security. That's right. And, and you may not just be affecting the payout during your lifetime. If you pass away, it could impact what your surviving spouse draws as well. So think about this this decision, not just for your benefit, but also the the potential that you could leave a spouse be, behind that needs to receive the biggest possible payout. Uh, over their surviving lifetime. One of the biggest things about Social Security is it's income you cannot
1: outlive. So there is another huge financial decision you have to make in the area of retirement planning, and that is how do you structure your income in retirement? That's a big decision. We've got that and more coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn's Financial Group.
0: This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
1: How do you structure your retirement income? Once you've made the decision to retire, that you've got to solve. That is one of the biggest things that will keep you up at night wondering whether you can pull this off or not. How you do it, we're talking about it here on the Wise Money Show. Thanks for joining us. My name is Mike Bernard. I'm the host here along with certified financial planners Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory here in the KFG studios. Thank you, Bethel College Adult and Graduate Studies, as well as Diane Bennett with the Remax 100 for making the Wise Money Show possible. And it's possible today that we're talking about the biggest financial decision you're going to make and all the big choices that come along with it, and that is, when are you going to retire? Will you just do it once? Or will a couple things go awry and you have to retire a couple times? Do me a favor. If you're watching the show on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up button if you like what you're hearing. Also, if you want to get all the notifications, all the updates like I do, hit that subscribe button. It's a little bell right there. Go ahead and do that. If you have questions, you can leave it right there as well or wisemoneyradio.com or give us a call. Send us a text, 574 222 also, as since we're talking about retirement planning, if you need help, 574-222-2000. The decision on when to draw Social Security is a couple hundred thousand dollar decision. It might look like $10 a month difference or $150 a month difference. It's thousands of dollars over your lifetime. We started talking about how to make that decision And there's a little bit more that we need to talk about there.
2: I feel like this is one of those decisions that more and more people rely on their friends or family, their peers, Uh, Yeah. right? Um, All my friends, all my colleagues retired, and they started drawing at 62, so if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. And, And that is probably why more and more, the majority of
0: people draw as soon as possible. 92%. That doesn't make it the best plan, though. Right, but the biggest mistake that I see people making, and it ties into what you're saying, Josh, the biggest mistake that I can make related to Social Security is taking a passive approach. So letting the decision kind of be made for me. And I see this, people all the way Along the way towards retirement, they're very Mm -hmm. passive in their approach towards planning. So they say, "Well, I've got automatic enrollment with my 401k. I've got Social Security. I'm assuming it's uh, the box is checked, check, 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 check. check, check. I'm done. Check, check. I'm I'm done. And I want to tell you that is not." Sufficient. It's not going to work. So when you listen to us talk about, hey, maximize your social benefits. If you started drawing Social Security early, I'm not telling you you made a mistake. I'm saying this living document, which is a retirement plan, uh, which Mike really likes the word there. <laughs> it's a retirement process. <clears throat> the retirement. This this retirement process that's ongoing. What you want is you want very active participation in this, and you want to know what. What kind of behavioral coaching do I need? So as we work with our clients, yes, we work with the X's and O's and the nuts and bolts and the layups and the free throws. But really, what the biggest help I believe we give is the coaching component to the investment behavior and to to walk through what are the potential adaptive behaviors that you can embrace in order to get yourself in a position to be able to not have your... Not outlive your money.
2: Well, it's it's also important to educate yourself so that you have a way to combat the natural fear that surrounded surrounding this topic of social security. A lot of people part of the reason they start so early is the fear that they're never going to be able to fully collect or that they're going to pass away. They fear that the social security system is just going to go belly up and the the faucet will dry up at some point. So why not get what you can early? Mm -hmm. And, you know, educating yourself on, well... What What is the true condition of the Social Security system? And when is the problem really going to come, and will it really affect you? Uh, t- to me, knowledge is one way to cast off fear and make a more informed
0: decision instead of an emotional one. And you want to work with your financial planner on that, because when you go to work with the Social Security Administration, you want to have a good sense for what the right answers are. Because I have had clients that have gone to the Social Security Administration and had the most amazing experience. They are so grateful. They're so thankful. They've gotten good advice. They've gotten good implementation. It's been fantastic, and you think that's that's great. That's exactly what you want to hear. I've also had clients come in and say, well, we went to the Social Security Administration. We met with this person, or we called and talked right. to this person, and the answer <clears throat> that they have gotten, they've gotten bad answers. Yeah. But it's quite possible that they didn't, it's quite possible that the person at Social Security uh, was incompetent. Yep. I I think that is less likely than the possibility that our client didn't present the fact pattern in a way that it made sense to the person at the Social Security office. So the person at the Social Security office heard something and gave an answer based on that something. Well. It, it ends up being the wrong answer when you uh, it comes all the way back to their situation. Once again, make sure that you're
1: doing this with a certified financial planner, because if that happens, if you get stumped by the Social Security office and you're going alone, who are you going to turn to? Oh, I thought I could do this. I guess I can't. No, you want to have a coach, a certified financial planner who say, like, no, 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 you're right. Frame it this way. Give them a call right now and, and make that change. Something else... Kevin, that you said, uh, scares me a little bit. Personally, I want to live forever. I love life, love hanging out with the kids, love hanging out with family. This is amazing. It's truly amazing. As long as I have good health. Right. But when you're retired, that can spell bad news for your money. Mm -hmm. Outliving your money is the greatest fear among retirees. How do you structure income? That's a big decision you need to make.
2: Yeah, and it's important to recognize that Social Security is not your only stream of income. If it is, you should not retire. Right, right. You, you should keep working until the, the day that you die because Social Security was never intended to be your sole source of income. It used to represent a much larger portion of retirees' needs, but today it's, it's less and less. I had a client uh, years ago who came in, and, and he was describing to me that he spent his working career building a retirement income stool. And i had never heard that phrase before and he said uh well basically i want to have multiple streams of income when i get to retirement and he was using the imagery of a three-legged stool stool (laughs) and streams (laughs) i wasn't i wasn't sure where you were going with this josh hang with me here okay wow Uh, so he said social security was one leg of the stool the other two were his investment portfolio And he had built up a a retirement, or I'm sorry, a real estate uh, portfolio, rental properties and everything, because he didn't have a pension. He had been a business owner, small business owner for years and never had a pension. So he wanted to have multiple streams of income that would give him freedom to live life the way that, that he wanted. And because of the way that he structured it, he didn't have to immediately start drawing off of his investment nest egg when he retired. He was able to live frugally and uh, enjoy using the social security and rental income for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. That's a big decision you need to make. And, and
1: let me cast off uh, a few um, assumptions right now. Yeah, social security, if that is, if that's your sole source of retirement income, you likely cannot retire and you've got to work part-time or you've got to do some other things so that you've got other sources of income. But I would also cast off the idea that, well, the way that I climbed the mountain of accumulation is the exact same way I'm going to get down the mountain. And that is I saved up all these years into a diversified, risky investment portfolio, when it comes time to put the spigot on that thing and start drawing income, well, I'll just do it the same way. i leave everything the same. And instead of contributing a thousand bucks a month, I'm going to withdraw 2000 bucks a month. I would argue against that strategy as well. The advantage that you have in that strategy on the way up the mountain, dollar cost averaging, you're buying shares at a lower price actually works against you on the way down. So we might use different terms than Josh just used, but we work with clients to build out a very formal and very thorough retirement income plan, a way of structuring their investments to meet their retirement needs. And uh, you should have that as well. So, all right. Other big decisions when it comes to retirement, what age should you retire? Early, late, somewhere in the middle. We've got that and questions coming up here on Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: This is Wise
1: Money with Corhorn Financial Group. Wise Money is brought to you by the attorneys at Ledoux, Curran & Keene, First State Bank, Diane Bennett and the Inspired Team at REMAX 100, and Bethel College's Adult and Graduate Studies Program. Is Social Security taxable? That is Terry's question. We've got that and more coming up here. This is Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group. My name's Mike, next to Josh and Kevin in the KFG studio. Thanks for being with us today. If you've missed anything, let me remind you, YouTube channel is up and running. Just search Wise Money Radio on YouTube. Go ahead, if you like it, give us a thumbs up, even subscribe to it so you get that notification every Saturday, new episode out there, come check it out at your convenience. If you've missed anything as well, Every show is on podcast. That's another thing you can subscribe to, catch it as you're going throughout your day. Listen to it on the drive to work or whatever you're doing. Uh, Just search Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group on iTunes and Google Play. Lastly, the website, wisemoneyradio.com. That's a way to reach us. It's also a way to leave questions right there. All right, we've got to transition into some tax questions here. we got this great one from Terry that I mentioned, but there's two more big decisions you need to hit in your retirement. We just need to touch on those. The first one is when when should you retire? Do you seek to retire at 62 or at 67, at 70? What what's, Give
2: some context there. It's interesting to me when I ask people when do you want to retire, often the answer is, well, I think it says I can retire at 66 or 67. And they're making reference to the Social Security Administration's uh, benefits sheet that they get on an annual basis. Yep, That's when they can get full retirement age, which I'm glad that... They're at least thinking in terms of full retirement age, but that's lending way too much control or influence to the government on deciding when you retire. Because even though you could start getting your full Social Security benefit at a certain age, that doesn't necessarily mean that's when you're ready to retire financially. So I approach this, uh, most people approach this default from that.
1: I, I view it as people look and said, my mom or dad retired in their mid-60s. Every generation in America has it better off, so therefore I'll be able to retire earlier. That's the context that I see, and I actually want to tell you when it comes to finances, it's not the case, okay? So I would look at what mom when mom and dad retired and just assume you're going to retire a little bit later. Kevin, your, your
0: base is a little bit different. Yeah, I'm saying it, what I... What... I am saying I'm going to retire at 70 and when I when I say retire I don't I really don't like the word so I think repurpose so I will be repurposed and relaunched if you will at 70 if I was and I I really don't share some of these things on the radio so what I wouldn't share on the radio is that I really believe that I'm going to work until I'm 85 and live until I'm 120 And I believe that based on a book that I read by Rick Edelman, who's kind of a rock star in the financial planning, uh, financial services world. But he lays out a case for that. Now, whether he's right or not, it doesn't matter. And the reason why I would never say that on the radio show is most folks don't either. When they hear that, they think there's something wrong with you or uh, you're, you know, some sort of alien or something. But no, I really believe that the longevity is... Getting longer, <laughs> 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 <That's> profound, <laughs> wise, wise no, money. But, no, but I do believe that we will be living longer, and then the. But the question becomes: Have I taken care of my body so that I have any kind of quality in in the length of my years? And if, have I been a good steward of my resources so that I've got the resources to repurpose myself? in a meaningful way and continue to do meaningful things or will I just follow the cycle and be depleted? If you are watching this on YouTube or on podcast,
1: just just you just heard that. Now, rewind it 30 seconds and listen to it again. I will. That is some wisdom there, Kevin, because most of us approach that as it's just this quick cycle because of everything that we've seen and everything that we've read, but with modern medicine, advances in technology, this could be the generation that it's a different trend, and how do you want your existence to be? From your finances to your health, what will your, will your quality of life be if that scenario plays out, or even if you're half right? You got take, take some contemplative time.
0: And think about that. Think about what those answers are, and then what you can do about it. Because right. people don't. People have a hard time believing that it's not going to be a knee replacement it's going to be stem cells that grow the thing that's missing in your knee and it's put into your knee and you have a new knee not because you got your knee replaced but because you you have the the, the technology has allowed us to fix the things that are wrong with you so think well i can't i have a hard time going up the stairs right now my knees are killing me or anytime a front comes through with the weather my my back hurts look I I do I do believe now the people that are still typing letters to their children on a manual typewriter might not believe that these advances are possible but I'm telling you, it's it, put away the buggy whip, it's coming.
1: We've got to really hit this big, big decision, and Josh, I'm going to ask you to do it very quickly because I want to get to Terry's question, and that is you have a decision when you retire what to do with your 401k, and, and there's a few different choices, but let's talk about that very quickly.
2: Well, one is the option of just leaving it where it is and doing nothing, letting it continue to ride. That postpones any kind of tax ramifications. It allows the dollars to just continue to be invested as they as they were the other option a scary option would be just to cash the whole thing in and just be clobbered with taxes yeah bad idea there. Another is to – some people will try to convert that into a stream of income. That may give up a lot of control, so that's mm-hmm. rarely chosen, but it's a it's a choice. The, um, the other would be to start drawing off of it while it sits there in the 401K. That has some uh, tax and estate planning complexities to it. Limitations. Often, yeah, that, that's a better word. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it, it's the reason why the fifth option is – generally the one that people choose, and that's to roll it over into an IRA because you have all kinds of investment opportunities or options to choose from. You have complete control over the timing on when uh, you you pay your taxes on that. There's just so much more flexibility when you have the money inside of an IRA. It's why it's kind of the default decision that most people make.
1: Flexibility on when and how and the ways to draw money out, the ways to draw taxes. income planning, you can structure some of it for income if you really like that idea, some of it for continued growth. And so, yeah, it's the most flexible and, and f- you know, financial freedom is really all about having options. And, and then wise money is about making the wisest choice when you're faced those options. Terry has a great question. Terry 66 from South Bend. I retired last year and started drawing social security in August. Is that going to be taxable? They never said anything to me when I signed up for it, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything, and it's tax time, so that's a great question, Terry.
2: Well, the the answer is it depends. Yeah. As most tax uh, questions, that's what we end up with. Um, It depends upon what your other sources of income are, and the, the tax return, as it's being prepared for you, it totals up all of your other sources of income and then adds in half of the Social Security benefits that you receive. And that big conglomeration, that, that big pile of income that's calculated, is then measured against some uh, thresholds to determine whether or not you have to start including some of that income, that Social Security income, on the tax return.
0: But there's also the, the tax-exempt Income that you received is also thrown yeah. in that pile. A I tell point, people yeah. it's it's called your modified adjusted gross income and I tell people you can't get there from here. Right. Like if I wanted to figure out am I gonna owe taxes on my social security, largest tax increase in the history of the world, signed back in nineteen ninety three, where they said, Hey, that social security benefit that you're going to get in retirement, oh by the way, you pay taxes on it. Oh, by the way, you've already paid tax on that money
1: that you gave us in the first place, and now we're gonna tax it when we give it back to you oh my goodness and remember earlier when they said we're going to roll out tax reform to make it more simple ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah joke joke is on is on us so it might be terry there again i would tell you you've got to be doing tax planning And you've got to be working with a certified financial planner because you want to know, is it going to be taxable? Therefore, should you withhold? Social Security Administration is not going to tell you you can withhold, but you could withhold for taxes. So should you, but then also should you do Roth conversion? Should you do other things to help well, take advantage of your tax situation. So great question, Terry. Fits right in the context of what we're talking about today with retirement planning. That is all the time we have for today, folks. If you like what you heard, like us on Facebook, like us on the YouTube channel. On behalf of Kevin Corhorn and Josh Gregory and myself and all of us at Corhorn Financial Group, we'll see you next Saturday for Wise Money with Corhorn Financial Group.
0: Securities offered through Silver Oak Securities, member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through KFG Wealth Management, LLC. Doing business as Corehorn Financial Group, KFG Wealth Management, LLC, and Silver Oak Securities, Incorporated companies are unaffiliated.